What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda program. Hope you all had a excellent... Wait, what What day was it again? Oh, it's, it's November 1st. It was Halloween again. I, I, I feel like I need to make a video on this, like an actual like, scripted piece of content. Does anybody even feel like Halloween even happens anymore? Like, it was just yesterday, and yet I had to not only remind myself, like two separate times that it was hollow like i felt like i had to keep being reminded that it was halloween yesterday uh maybe that's just me i don't i don't know it, please let me I, I i know i'm not the only one because i seen you know posts about it literally earlier this morning and that as i was getting ready to finally like go to bed like i'm just i'm i'm, I'm really confused you know, because I, I, I just, I don't, like, is, is Halloween getting to that point where since society is having so much less kids, like, no one's, or, like, with trunk-or-treating happening, like, most people aren't going trick-or-treating in neighborhoods anymore? I don't know. Let me know if, because it, it felt like this year's Halloween was just so weak and dead. Like, yeah, I still saw people and, like, their costumes of people at my, like, work. And keep in mind, obviously, I wouldn't see many people out because, you know, I literally go to work, like, right when trick-or-treating would start. But, like, I would then go to, you know, and get back in this, this morning. So, and, I mean, I asked my parents, and they said they got about a total of 28 kids, which is surprising. That's a solid number for our neighborhood for once. So, I mean, in our neighborhood, it seems very much alive but for right now, but... I mean, they didn't even do the normal thing they did for this year. So, I don't know. Let me know, truly, because I, I want to know. Is Halloween just getting to that point where it's just that dead? You know, because I, something's killed it. It feels like something has killed the Halloween vibe. Well, of course, of course, we have a ton of fun. Of course, we got a lot of Israel news. As of course, Biden's corruption spilling onto the scenes. We got your economy updates. And, of course... We'll uh, also touch on something else that I think should uh, maybe just die, like Halloween has, truly. Of course, though, uh, Kamala Harris must uh, also remind us today, um, here she is uh, being interviewed by 60 Minutes, and of course, um, she's just got to remind everybody, just so that you know, okay, got it. Well, first of all, I'm not going to engage in that hypothetical, because Joe Biden is very much alive. And running for re-election. He's alive, guys. Are we sure? But, but you do are. know. I mean, that is a concern. And, and a legitimate concern, I would say. I hear from a lot of different people a lot of different things. But let me just... Yes, yes, he is alive, guys. He's alive. Sorry for the bass boost. It's bass boosted for me. I don't know what's up with that clip. But yes, he's alive, guys. He's alive and corrupt as the day is long. Of course, apparently now, the National Archives have apparently located 82,000 pages of emails that President Joe Biden either sent or received. Just, just a few emails under his vice presidential and tenure on three pseudonym accounts. In total, it potentially dwarfs the amount even Hillary Clinton had, a f you know, just by a few. By a few. Um, you know, there, of course, you know, nothing to be concerned about. I'm sure that every, like, everything about this is all very, very normal. 
you know, and of course, they're all very extremely normal, obviously, you know, obviously, I mean, come on, Joe Biden has never done anything shady, okay, he may or may not have to totally, may or may not have just been confirmed that he totally got money from, you know, Lily Hunter's business partners a few days ago, it totally may or may not have, you know, turned out to be true that he also got money and that we now have proof that he got money from China. Like, it's, it's guys, he's not that corrupt. Come on, guys, he's not that corrupt. It's Joe Biden we're talking about. Come on, good old Joe, Joey boy, really? You think he's corrupt? Come on now. Really? Come on. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Joe Biden's not corrupt. Everybody knows he's just a-okay. He's a-okay. So good job, Joe. You're doing just fine. Everything is running smoothly. I'm sure that there is uh, absolutely nothing bad going on right now. Nothing at all. Mm -mm. I couldn't think of anything bad happening in the U.S. Everything is brilliant. It's perfect. And it's uh, couldn't it's it's never been better. Some might say it's never been better. Well, moving on over to Israel, there's a lot of stuff, and we're gonna kind of jump all around here today because it's just all over the place. So all across college campuses, of course, anti-Semitism continues to be out in wide numbers as the neo neo Nazis, the people who walk around with queers for Palestine, who wouldn't think that they would get beheaded in a matter of five seconds if they're over there. Uh, of course, don't realize how stupid they look, but, you know, it it comes as no shock. Of course, as always, a Cornell student was just arrested yesterday uh, for anti-Semitism in which he threatened to cut Jews' throats. He got arrested. A full-on uh, the Yale campus newspaper censored a pro-Israel writer's column on Hamas beheadings. Not surprising, all college campuses are pretty much, you know, of course, uh, just anti-Semites in disguise, of course. So it's uh, not surprising, as always, because, you know, we're uh, in a world of misinformation and disinformation, as always, obviously, of clear idiocy. And, you know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. And what I think is happening, and there is a great column uh, that got put out that's uh, down there. It's uh, entitled The Great Betrayal. And I think this should really be a wake-up call to not only just Jews here in America, but everywhere. This should be your warning. The reaction to this and the reactions of the past should teach you one thing. No matter how good life gets for you, and this should be this this should not only be a wake up call for just for just you know this particular for just Jews. This should be a wake up call for everybody. Okay, when when different things happen, you got to be prepared. You got to start preparing because at any point in time, something like this could happen. And when something like this could happen, you're there's gonna maybe become a time when you might be part of some sort of group that. In your own opinion, in your own way, and looking at it factually, has done nothing wrong. But so many people believe that you have done something wrong just for your mere existence. That now people are so far against you that they're so willing 
no matter how wrong they might be, no matter what steps and what hardships you have to take to reach some other goal to fully win something, sometimes you've got to exit the pack. Sometimes you've got to, you know, hold your head high even as the crowd around you boos. Sometimes you got to start training to know how to defend yourself. And that's what Jews should start learning to do. There's already a rabbi who's already been teaching people how to use, like, guns and stuff. Like, he's teaching them how to do this stuff because he's realized, you know, we can't rely on the world. We can't rely on everybody else. We ourselves, we, we, have, to, we, we have to be the ones to do that. You know, we have to be the ones to actually defend ourselves because, you know, when we start thinking, oh, yeah, you know, the, there, there'll be somebody to help us. No, there won't. No, there will not. Always predict that there will be no one to ever come to save you. Because if you can't save yourself, then you've got to learn to. You have to. And I think that's what that's what Jews have got to start learning is that. No matter how many times we as a collective world say, never again, yeah, never again, guys, we let it happen. We let it happen over and over again. We will. It will keep cycling through. I mean, let's think about it. Let's see. The Holocaust and, and, and full-on concentration camps are happening right now. Right now in China. I know we've all forgotten about that story at this point, but it's still happening. Okay, right now, over in Israel, and that both Jews and Palestinians are in, plus a new, like, uh, like offshoot of another military organization over in the Middle East has joined in. Like, it's a whole mess, right? It's a whole fucking mess. And then across the world, and that Jews' overall safety has fell. It's not been this bad since the Holocaust, right? Think about this. No one's going to save him. Why? Because we're doing it again. We're doing it again. We're going to just let it sit by and let it happen. You know, we can posture, we can sit here and pretend that we're going to do something. But in reality, it is time to learn the facts. And that is, you've got to, you got to start being ready to defend yourself to the very last person. Because... There is probably and might be no one else who will come to save you. So, truly uh, a bit of shock, of course. So, of course, the other thing is is that the White House also refuses to, of course, say that, uh, uh, that you know, is that, that, you know, these protesters are anti-Semitism, like anti-Semites, but, you know, they can't, uh, you know, but they, they can't bring themselves to, you know, do it, of course, they, they can't bring themselves to actively say it, of course, here's Corrine Jean-Pierre, uh, very talented press secretary, uh, here she is, uh, answering Peter Ducey. Thank you, Corrine. Does President Biden think the anti-Israel protesters in this country are extremists? What I can say is what we've been very clear about this, when it comes to anti-Semitism, there is no place 
we have to make sure that we speak against it very loud uh, and be uh, and be very clear about that. Remember, what the president decided to, when the president decided to run for president is what he saw in Charlottesville in 2017 when we he saw uh, neo Nazis marching down the streets of Charlottesville uh, with vile anti-Semitic uh, just hatred. And he was very clear then, and he's very clear now. Uh, he's taken actions against this over the past two years, and he's continued to be clear. There is no place, no place for this type of vile and despite, despite this, this kind of rhetoric. So, but of course, she doesn't bring, uh, keep in mind that the question featured, you know, we weren't talking about Charlottesville. That we 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 forgot about that. Once again, it's another forgotten story. We don't talk about that anymore because we don't care about it anymore. Remember? Got it. Got it. Right? Yes. Okay. We're checking in, and we, still everybody's forgotten about it because it only gets brought up because we can't actually bring up the fact that most of the people that support us are those people who are physically out there at these pro-Palestine protests being. Idiots and marauders, of course, they can't say it, and, you know, but, the, the, you know, but, of course, uh, they just, they can't bring it, of course. They just, they can't seem to do it, of course. They can't bring themselves to do it, but they have set themselves a window. They did set themselves a window of two weeks. Two weeks to, uh, to do it. And, um, well, judging by the track record of, um, uh, of, uh, of the Biden administration of the past, I'm going to say it's going to be very successful, very successful. You know, the Biden administration, very successful at the things they do. So I'm sure that they are obviously going to combat, uh, the anti-Semitism really well. I'm sure they will. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, over in Israel, there's, of course, a lot of stuff happening, uh, a lot of on-the-ground, a lot of bombings. And, of course, you know, uh, so some actual uh, people are actually getting across, uh, of course, the uh, the Rafa crossing from Gaza into Egypt. So uh, their fate is, of course, in their hands now. So we'll have to see how this goes for them um so we'll have to we'll, we'll have to truly see what exactly happens as this is the first time egypt is letting anybody in as people are of course fleeing the civilians are uh fleeing gaza or at least the ones that choose to uh of course not be human shields uh for hamas of course, Israel is planning to fully deploy a new type of weapon to trap and seal off the tunnels that uh, Hamas hides in to fully, absolutely wipe them the fuck off the planet like they deserve. Because, you know, it is, uh, well, uh, truly time for these monsters to die. As we watched yesterday, as everybody went up into a frenzy. Well, why would everybody go up into a frenzy, you might ask? Well, so Israel killed a its second Hamas terrorist commander again. And, you know, you might ask, okay, but what did it cost? Well, the Hamas commander was hiding in the refugee camp. 
in a refugee camp, one of the biggest over in Gaza. And you might be thinking, okay, where is this going? That yeah, yes, they they had to bomb a refugee camp. Does it look good? No, of course not. It it, it never looks good to do such a thing. But here's the thing. This is nothing against the Palestinian people, but a majority of them, even when they are warned by Israel, they do not care. They will be the human shield for these terrorists because they like Hamas. They don't like the Jews. They want to kill the Jews. These are the people you are up against. A lot of these people in certain of these videos are just straight up Hamas actors. Or if Hamas tells them to do something, they will do it, right? Okay. These are people that, yes, can have some genuine feeling, genuine emotion, and those videos can pull in your heartstrings. But I'm going to be honest, welcome to the world we live in. I, I are, are we shocked by this? Uh, is, any, is, is anybody, like, this is not new, guys. Okay, the U.S. literally has done similar things to this, like, not even that long ago, okay? Yeah, I, I know that's going to be shocking. I know... Literally, the entirety of the world just look at this and go, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yep, seen it before. Uh, like, th this is not new, guys. Nothing here is new. The entire idea that getting to a commander inside of a fucking... Like, how is it not the more of a war crime of hiding amongst your own citizens to literally prevent yourself from being killed? This Because this is what they do. This is what they do. Think about it. If Israel truly didn't give a shit, they could have completely bombed the Hamas HQ. And you might think, well, why haven't they bombed it? It's in a fucking hospital. It is underneath a fucking hospital. But the Israel literally cannot blow it up because obviously you can't strike a hospital. You know, it's against a whole bunch of things, right? So you have a massive, massive issue here. Do you maybe maybe see the problem? I think we all see the uh, see the problem, of course, as always. Well, the economy, as always, doing so great, so uh, so awesome. Of course, the treasury is planning to borrow a whole, you know, just just a small sum of seven hundred and seventy-six billion more dollars for this fourth quarter of the year, and then another eight hundred and some odd to. You know, for the beginning of next year. And, you know, of course, we're then already had a bit of a deficit of 1.7. Because, you know, we're just spending money. We're just spending, spend, 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 spend. We, we're, we're big spenders here. We are big, big spenders. Because the money just never stops. The money never stops. It just keeps printing. It just keeps printing, printing, printing. The Fed is holding rates steady, so we'll continue to see how that's going as we continue to watch over everything, as companies continue to flee Democrat-run states to uh, who are imposing high taxes on them because, you know, obviously they don't really want to deal with that kind of stuff, so they will just keep fleeing and fleeing and fleeing as we continue to watch the... Uh, well, the world of blue states and cities continue to crumble to the ground due to their terrible fucking policies. 
it, it, it's surprising. I, it, you're shocked by this. What, people already don't like paying taxes, and when you start to impose high taxes on them, they realize it's more advantageous to just, you know, go somewhere else? Wow, what a shock. What a shock. What a surprise, some would say. What a surprise. As well as, uh, you know, McDonald's, they're, you know, they're doing great, guys. And, and we're wondering, well, how, why is McDonald's doing so great in the economy, you know? Well, they reported that their revenue was up 14% last quarter uh, as they surged. The burger driver was driven by strategic menu price increases. Yes, that's right. There is now, of course, a lot more of menu pricing increases, where apparently one branch uh, apparently can charge as much as $18 for a Big Mac combo, which includes a medium fry and a medium drink. That's right. For just a fucking Big Mac, it is $18, people. $18. Oh, if you're if you're over in, uh, in, in Times Square, that, that Big Mac... Uh, combo can charge you about uh, 13 yeah but that mainly that's just due to uh, the 18 dollars is of course the one uh, that's over in uh, Connecticut due to like their taxes and stuff and how they're set up by the way their their shit is so fucked L listen to this it apparently it's it's 19 dollars for a quarter pounder with cheese and bacon meal or a quarter pounder deluxe both of which include a medium fry and drink. That's that's stupid. It's ten. It's sixteen fifty nine, or wait, no, it's eighteen twenty nine for a ten piece of nuggets. What the fuck? God, dude, remind me to never go to fucking Connecticut. You guys are crazy. But I mean, still, thirteen sixty nine for a Big Mac. I, I I don't think so. But of course, revenue will soar and. I mean, eventually it'll just come back down to, you know, uh, you know, people are just literally forced to eat like so just shit, you know, I mean, like truly, like honestly, you know, the whole meme of like the college kid diet of eating nothing but like ramen noodles is just going to be how like most people have to fucking live. Just, oh, what do you eat every day? Ramen noodles. My sodium levels are so fucking high, cause I but I can't afford anything else. You know, we're we're literally gonna make our economy so shit that nobody can eat like legitimately anything else, at all. And so, I mean, look, we're we're already just having to just all like, McDonald's is becoming like almost a luxury fucking meal for some people at this point. Seriously, I. It, by the way, if you're a person who's willing to pay like $18 for a 10-piece chicken nugget, especially like nuggets from McDonald's, you need to go and get your fucking priorities straight, man. Go and get those priorities straight. It is not worth it. That like that that is genuinely not fucking worth. Doug, I already thought the chicken nuggets were expensive where I lived, where it's like it's almost seven dollars for ten piece chicken nuggets. Never mind. I, I'm I'm just so wrong. So uh, yeah, McDonald's they're bringing in the bag, but who knows for how long? And you know, in the world of uh, 
the U.S., you know, sometimes people get creative of how they want to pay things back, right? And so uh, a Colorado judge ordered a willed, a welding company to use a check or other conventional methods to pay a settlement after it delivered 6,500 pounds in coins. That's right. There's more than $20,000 worth of coins were originally boxed and rolled, but then unpacked loosely, uh, loosely in a metal box, according to court papers. Pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, uh, you know, are legal tender, but apparently uh, they were ruled as not a proper form of payment. So, you know, I'm sorry, you can't use, uh, you know, $23,500 worth of coins to uh, settle uh, a, a legal dispute. Terribly sorry, guys. I, I know you've been asking this question. You were wondering, yes, you can't get, go in and give, you know, several tons of, or just three, like what, three and a half tons almost of, of goddamn, or no, what is that? No, three, three and what, a quarter tons of, uh, of coins to pay uh, a settlement. I I know this was something you've been asking, uh, but no, you can't. I'm afraid you cannot do it. So, terribly, terribly sorry. Well, it seems more and more that gender-affirming care is uh, turning out to uh, be just plain old terrible and not actually working. And now it seems to be that even some of the people who originally were pushing for it and pioneering it in the modern age are uh, now realizing that, oh, shit, I fucked up bad, like really bad. One of those such examples is Dr. Cal Tial. I don't fucking know, man. I'm bad with fucking last names, and she's Finnish. I'm sorry, okay? Anyway, she was to oversee the establishment of a gender identity service for minors, making her among the first physicians in the world to head a clinic devoted to the treatment of gender-distressed young people. Since then, she's personally participated in assessments of more than 500 such adolescents. Earlier this year, though, uh, she, she recounted her growing alarm at the effects of the treatments that sought to transition minors to the opposite sex and her escalating conviction that patients were being harmed by their treatment. Wow. 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 What a shock. What a shock. I, I mean, truly, it's not even surprising anymore, man. If you know, I've done so much research into this stuff, and yes, it does not help. Okay, the studies are just not there. The the actual facts on the ground for gender affirming care is it just isn't working. I'm sorry, it just isn't. It it, it is not affirming anybody. It is just leading to more depression, more suicidal ideation. It is not helping. It's not working because you know what you eventually realize, even when you go through all of this, you eventually realize that you 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 like physically there's just you can't you you hit a wall you hit a wall and you realize i will never be fully the opposite sex and some people can accept that but a lot of people can't and then whoosh, it continues to fucking hit you like a truck and you just and some people just don't want to deal with the different pains complications all sorts of other stuff that end up coming with it and it leads to this.
people realizing that yeah no it's it's dangerous it's it should be stopped we should maybe stop doing it we should you know maybe not go down this path anymore and well it looks like we've found another person who agrees and of course you know in our congress where only the most serious people of serious people are of course uh, Representative Mark Pokin of Wisconsin is introducing legislation for the second attempt to have a national gay museum paid for in Washington, D.C. Now, I'm going to be honest. No. Nope. Nah, I'm good. He apparently compares it to black and Native American history. No. No. No, th those those are those are about races, not about how you want to how you want to have sex. No, thank you. I I I I don't need the gay museum. Okay. But if we if we're gonna have a gay museum, we're gonna have a straight museum, a pansexual like we're like we're gonna hop on this dumb sexuality train of museums all in Washington D.C. and it's just not gonna fucking stop until every single sexuality. Has their own fucking museum. No. I'm I'm good. I'm personally good. I don't know about you, but um I don't need a, a museum for this. I am pretty sure if I'm interested, I'll look into it myself. Um, but I, I think no. I I think uh no. I I think uh I think I'm good. So yeah. Well, finally, in something that I would just hope would die, and that it, it's Marvel. Okay, let's be honest, dude. Endgame was the end game for Marvel. Truly, it's been flop after flop after flop. And it looks to be that there's actually a lot more issues bubbling to the surface. So, a lot of Marvel creator, uh, creatives, they all get together in Palm Springs for their annual retreat. And obviously, they're normally pretty cocky, you know, pretty confident, because, you know, they were on top for quite a while. But all of a sudden, whoosh, everything got swept off their feet. And now they're, you know, fucked. Truly. With one of their directors that was slated to produce most of, you know, the next phase, having a, a big reputation hit by, you know, having to go to trial for some domestic stuff. And, you know, of course, you know, with the fact that the sequel to the Marvels that has a whole bunch of reshoots and a whole bunch of other stuff is now probably going to underwhelm at the box office because nobody wants to see it because it looks like a fucking pile of garbage. What else? What else? You know, of course, Marvel, Marvel. How, why? Why did you guys not give it a break? Okay, everybody, I think, needed a break from Marvel. Okay, I think Endgame is when they truly should have looked at it and just been, okay, let's give everybody a break. You know, let's let's give everybody like a few year break of Marvel to really kind of make people you go get people really excited, you know, begin the next phase of Marvel with something really, really exciting. Give people like, yeah, like Endgame was good and people can like reminisce on it, like, you know, be like a year or so later being like, oh, my God, guys, it's been a year since Endgame came out and everybody be like, oh, dude, that was such a good movie, man. I can't wait to see what Marvel does next. And then you fucking hit him. You hit them with a trailer, you tell them next year, and bam, you actually get some excitement. 
right? Think about that. If they would have done that and actually maybe had a good movies in line, you know, maybe they wouldn't suck so hard. But obviously, with Disney at the helm and with Kevin Feige uh, soiling his pants to hopefully make more green, well, uh, they continue to fuck it up. And instead of gain money, they lose, 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 lose a buttload of money. How bad is the Marvel machine, by the way? The Marvel machine is so bad, it is going so poorly that it's not like a really like, it's like in such early stages that it's still just an idea. But one of the ideas that apparently they've had is apparently reviving, like bringing back the old cast who did the Avengers, reviving fucking like Iron Man and some others, like Black Widow and others, and making another Avengers movie. That's how fucking in the hole they are. They have dug so deep into the hole that they have to go dig up the characters that actually were doing well just to make a profitable move, a hopefully profitable movie again. D do you not see how deep this fucking hole is of just garbage? Like, Marvel is in such a bad spot because nobody cares anymore. I like, nobody even knows what phase of Marvel unless you're a diehard fan. Nobody knows what's even happening. Like, Marvels, no one cares. What's afterwards? No one knows. Like, they've even told that we already know, like, the whole schedule and still nobody remembers because everybody is feeling superhero fatigue. You know, these directors and executives, they laughed in the face of Martin Scorsese being like, you know, the fatigue is setting in, and yet... Here he is being right. I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but he's right. I don't care. You don't care. None of my parents really care. No one that I know, and that besides like maybe like one person, genuinely cares like slightly about Marvel. And even then, I don't even know how much he really cares anymore. Like everybody needs a break. Okay. It's time for Marvel to just give it a rest. Like let Marvel kind of fade into obscurity for like a few years and then come back with like a big massive project something that really lights some fire you know maybe like a new style like new avengers people and just bam hit the spotlight with something magical like the original avengers movie back in the day and you've got yourself a winner but obviously you know in our world good ideas are of course bad ideas so um anyway that is going to do it for today's show. If you did go on to enjoy it, please do consider liking, subscribing, following on Twitter and True Social. You could check out all the articles linked down in the, the description. And, of course, join me tomorrow for the Thursday edition of the program. And, of course, have a good rest of your day.